talking about practice. Welcome to Hero Ball, a podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. We have been lost in the multiverse for a long time, caught up in different dimensions, doing who knows what, and we are back. We are back. My name, because you probably forgot, is Darren Caldwell. With me, as always, is (laughs) Mr. MC Biscuit. What up, D? What up? And we really wanted to have podcast semi-regular Tom Jones uh, <laughs> on tonight, but uh, he has, you know, predictably declined. Uh, so you will not get to hear the smooth uh, vocal cords of Thomas R. Jones. He is our best voice, too. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. He's got the best radio voice. <laughs> But uh, but he did not seem to see fit to grace you guys. So, uh, you know, this is just standard. You know, I was looking at uh, our past episodes. Uh, as we brought up, uh, you mentioned before the podcast that it's been since June mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, the, the high point, the, the high marks of the pandemic um, since we last recorded a nap. Other than uh, you, you threw out Nand one there uh, last mm-hmm. week uh, because we promised a pod, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I promised this pod. Yes. This is the app yes. that I promised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I noticed that uh, that our last pod name was called We Go Into Disney World, mm. episode 52. And I would like to tell y'all that that's exactly where we were. But it's not true. Right. Uh, I don't know about you, Carter, but uh, my butt has rarely left the seat I am currently sitting in in my own house right now. <laughs> I am severely agoraphobic. It is, you know, it is weird to think that we were kind of doing, we started doing the pod, uh, well, a little less frequent, but also as we're doing right now uh, from our own homes through the interwebs. And here we are uh, months and months and months later. It is currently February of 2021 and we're still in a pandemic (laughs) we're still doing this from afar uh most people are still teleworking i've been i don't know if you'd call it lucky maybe depending on how you view it i've been able to go back to work uh full-time in office uh with precautions taken uh so that's been i would say nice it's nice for the mentals just to have some sort of like, okay, I got to get up and go and do, and then I come home kind of, th- you know, kind of regular routine going on. Uh, because even the couple months that I was teleworking back then, it gets old real fast in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So uh, elaborate, elaborate well, on that. <laughs> well, I would, I would just say, at least for me, it got very, because at least when you go to work, you might begrudgingly wake up to an alarm and go, oh, i got to go to work. Monday rolls around. You think, oh, man, 
I got to go in tomorrow. As poopy as that may be, at least you have, like I was saying, something to go do. My experience when I was teleworking was I get up, I roll out of bed, I go and open my computer in my pajamas, sometimes not in my pajamas, if you know what I mean. And, I absolutely uh, know what you mean. <laughs> the fact that uh, you're, you're staring at a clothed Darren Caldwell means you got, you got me on a good day. That's right. So you roll out of bed, you go downstairs, you're in your own home, you do your job, your work, either, you know, some people do, I maybe do it in the, uh, while they're eating breakfast in the kitchen, maybe in the living room, maybe in office, whatever it is, but you're in your house and uh, work gets over and you close and you don't get to go home because you're already home. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that to me became, that got old really fast where it yeah. felt like I was like, I have to like, I found myself just going for a drive afterwards. Mm. Just, I would be like, I got to leave the house and just like yeah. see something else because I don't know. You just end up feeling very, what is it? Cabin fever? Is that the, yeah. what they call totally. it where you feel just like kind of, I had that and I didn't even do it that long. So you guys have been at this close to a year straight of telework, right? Yeah. Uh, Somewhere around March, there. It'll be a, yeah. Yeah. We're right at like in a couple of weeks, it'll be a year of teleworking. Mm. Man, that just got super dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it, but I, I totally know what you're saying. Like I, I had to create uh, rituals at the end of my day. So like, you know, I've got my, well, I also moved out of my house into my in-laws and currently building a house. Mm. Uh, you know, so I, I went that drastic. Um, but uh, no, at the end of the day, I'll do things where like, I'll close my computer, I'll turn everything off. I'll like wrap up all of my like keyboard, mouse, headset, all that kind of stuff and put it like somewhere where I'm not actively looking at it because I need something, a ritual at the end of the day, just something to do to, mm -hmm. to give me like, okay, that was my workspace. Yeah. Now I'm home. Now I can like my mind is free from work, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of these big changes cuz like you just mentioned you are building a house. That's pretty yeah. that's pretty. So so let's if you if you want, we can just kind of quickly run through what are some of the changes? What are the the changes in the life of Hero Ball since we last uh graced the microphones? Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's a good uh, let's, let's recap our seven month hiatus, eight month mm -hmm. hiatus. Because not only personally, but things have happened in sports oh, and yeah. entertainment that we have not touched on, and we, I, I don't know how how far you want to go into that, but anyhow. Well, on the personal level, let's see. Last stop was in June, so uh, at the end of August, beginning of September, a friend of mine and I started a church. Mm -hmm. uh, so church plant, Covenant Grace. Church plant um, in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. Nothing um, says, Lord, I trust you, like doing that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, started a church. Uh, that's been uh, it's been going. That's been pretty good. That's one of the reasons why we haven't uh, been able to meet uh, very often, at least uh, for podcasts. Uh, in August, I got my master's. I finished up my my master's work. I was going to do like a bigger master's than what I did, but with the church plant and everything going on, shortened it up, finished that work in 
June, May, June timeframe, and then got uh, then decided in August and got my got my master's degree. So I am officially smarter than a lot of people. It is uh, true. And Mazel Tov to you. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I now know what that word means to this. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen uh, fiddle around the roof a bunch of times. So right you know. tradition. <laughs> um, yeah. So did that, and then the church we planted is in Syracuse. Not New York, mm-hmm. uh, Syracuse, Utah, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we don't, we only live like, you know, 15 ish minutes away, maybe less, but you know, that's still a ways away. Cause you know, we weren't, we weren't going to meet anybody from Syracuse in Riverdale. So we're like, Hey, let's, uh, let's build a house in the community our church is in. So we, uh, we sold our house that we lived in for almost eight years uh made bank because it's utah mm-hmm. and it's insane right now mm-hmm. um and then uh i've been living in my in-laws for two and a half months now classic um, i am still alive clinging <laughs> clinging to life right now uh i'm currently sitting in my bedroom slash office slash safe space um and uh and now we're hoping to move in in may so awesome. Those are the big things personally. And other than that, I mean, the Lakers won the championship and every movie ever has been canceled, but the Mandalorian was amazing. And mm-hmm. so is WandaVision, which a new episode is dropping tomorrow. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit later, but uh, yes, indeed, you know, so there's been some highs and some lows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is a, a I, I kind of made a joke about it earlier, but legitimately a, just a, a complete season of trust for you and your family because if you're thinking you're planting a church you're selling your house you know you're you're spending some extended time with your in-laws which is you know not that that's necessarily a bad situation but it's a different situation it's different nobody enjoys not being in their own home right you know i didn't enjoy when i moved back in with my parents before i got married to save some Mm -hmm. money uh nobody likes that yeah building a home it's that's just and and again all during a <laughs> pandemic, a global pandemic, where most of the world is shut down. People don't want to be around each other. People, you know, it's just that's just so good for you. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I I hope things are going well. <laughs> and it well, seems no. like the uh, you said May, so that's right around yeah. the corner. Yeah. Yep. Lord that's will awesome. Be in the house in May and. But yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been good. Nobody's died. Um, <laughs> kids have been able to be at school like four days out of the week, which has mm-hmm. been awesome. They kind of mm-hmm. they stay at home on Fridays, just to kind of limit interactions and all that. But they've mm-hmm. it's been really cool that they've been able to still see their friends and have some normalcy yeah, in good. all this. So that's yeah. been uh, that's been good. But what about you, man? What have you been up to? Oh man, you know, just uh, working, which I recently accepted a new position. So I actually have a new job coming up. Nice. Uh, again, federal government, we can't talk too much about it, as you know. Uh, top secret, you know, stuff going You're on. You're just, you know, literally building the bombs, turning the keys, blowing up nations, right? Well, uh, I, can neither, I can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny. You so, might have to kill me after this conversation. <laughs> Self-destruct. Um, <laughs> uh, and we uh, found out we are expecting child. Woo! So we, we got our fourth little baby coming along. 
uh, due in August. So we're still a ways away. So it's early yet. So, you know, God willing and praying everything goes smoothly. And but we're excited about that. And otherwise, just hanging out. Uh, Kids birthdays all the time because I've got so many kids now. It's like seems like there's a birthday every month. Uh, Just kind of moving along. Did a bunch of music during the pandemic. Now, Holy, Holy Pilot. Pilot was check it out, y'all. It's crappy but fun. <laughs> it's good crap. It's good crap. It's intentionally. <laughs> this is what I say. I say it's intentionally lo-fi, but that's just a a way of saying I'm too lazy to make it sound real crisp and good. So I just go, yeah. It's you're supposed just, to sound like a cassette tape. <laughs> you're just trying to bring Sufjan back. I'm alright with that. no i listened to some of it uh yeah you got the christmas album uh you did another one too i don't remember what it's called um but yeah it's some yeah i did some hymns some some hymns that i like and yeah just try to play around and have fun it's kind of weird weird stuff but it's a good time (laughs) i mean it, it suits you it's your style so yeah yeah holy pilot you're on band camp right Band camp, yeah, because it's free. <laughs> Ain't no paywall there. That's right. Go check it out, peeps. So nice. But yeah, That's exciting. That's a lot yeah, of stuff so, going on. Yep. So you know, stuff going on in the personal life, and then of course, all the stuff we've missed. Uh, you know, let's see. Robert Pattinson got coronavirus at one point. They shut down the Batman production like seven times. Uh, as far as I know, it's still coming out one day uh what's the uh what's the one with black widow black widow i guess it's called black widow right black widow yeah it still hasn't come out yeah it's supposed to come out in may uh wonder woman 1984 came out finally after like two years of delay uh i mean god what else like you said the lakers won the championship in the bubble in the bubble uh we Uh, yeah i think the last episode we talked was they were planning a they were planning a resume of play in the orlando bubble and of course us being a good sports podcast we didn't cover it at all because we (laughs) decided to stop recording (laughs) i believe that there were multiple times we tried to plan something Mm -hmm. and uh you know as in typical hero hero ball fashion we self-destructed and torpedoed every every attempt Mm -hmm. just like last week we were supposed to come back last week we were we were it didn't happen i can't believe we're here right now i mean the fact that this that this is not dead yet is shocking quite frankly right so i like it It feels good to be back zombie hero boss that's right shaking off some rust but i think we're it can, can you know what I'm confident whatever we put out today is probably still better than some of oh, the yeah. early apps that we put out. <laughs> Whoa, man. Some of those early apps were bad, but some of those early apps, I think were actually some of our best. The Jim Carrey app was Classic. within, I think that was within the first 10 apps. Yeah, probably so. Cause we were in my garage when we were doing it. Yeah. So Jim yep. Carrey app was in there. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of, you know, garbage. Typical. <laughs> what a but, hot uh, garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, nice. But we're here. 
So let's do some heat checks, man. Let's do, do some it. heat checks. I actually wrote down, uh, wrote some down, but I'll, uh, I'll give you first dibs if you've got anything hey. uh, going off the. So I guess we should explain heat checks. <laughs> What's like a heat check, Darren? <laughs> you know, in basketball, when a guy is feeling something, when he's feeling it, he's hit a couple of shots and he is feeling hot. They'll just jack up some like double teamed from mm-hmm. twenty seven foot garbage just to see yep. if uh, you know if if he's so hot he can't miss. Yep, that is a heat check. Is when you are feeling something hot and you just start checking. So our right. heat checks are when we're feeling hot about something, and so we just start spewing. I got something to spew. All right, spew it on us. So uh, two time. Fake all-star, Devin Booker. (laughs) So, first of all, I'm not even going to go down the road that I want to go on talking about how more deserving Mike Conley was to get an all-star nod. Oh, yeah. And, of course, if if Mike Conley would have been selected as the injury reserve, it would have been completely legitimate. However, because Devin Booker got it instead, it, again, is not legitimate. It's an all-star with an asterisk, and it doesn't count. That said, right. I, I mean, that's only logical. Right. So I'm okay with CP3 getting an all-star nod because he is the reason the Suns are good. We've yep. seen what six seasons of Devin Booker does for the Suns. About, what, 19 wins a, uh, a year, somewhere around 19 there. to 27. So that said, I saw a video today. Devin Booker was doing some press. Uh, and there was a, a reporter that asked him, uh, f- f- opened his question with a sincere compliment towards Devin Booker. And for saying, the record, this this guy is Greek and calling yeah. in at like two a.m. on a Zoom call. Right. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he's from a like a foreign outlet. Yeah. Uh, and so he opens up telling Devin Booker, "Congratulations." Uh, you're having a fantastic season. You're playing excellent this year. Um, it, you know, an even better season than last year. And then he proceeds to ask his question. Devin Booker ignores the question and proceeds to chastise the guy for, I guess, I, I, I couldn't even make sense of it. Because I guess he was upset that the guy said that he's having a better season this year. Because yeah, I guess reporter, Devin Booker probably thinks he was better last year. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> the reporter but, said that he was playing extreme, you know, extremely well or extremely better or something like that uh, than he was last year. Now, again, I mean, we don't know this guy's, you know, he, he had a pretty thick accent, you know, found out he's from Greece. Uh, you know, I don't know how comfortable. I've never listened to the guy. I don't know if he's like super comfortable or not comfortable at all with the English language. There might have been some language barrier going on. Right. So he said he, he could have met the Suns, which in that he's completely right. The Suns are playing much better this year than they did last year, as I right. mentioned with the addition of CP3, um, which yeah, like for, for our hero ball listeners, for our hero ball listeners, if you haven't, if we are the only source for your NBA uh, news that we are the pulse for you. Chris Paul now plays for the Phoenix Suns, so <laughs> I don't think and he did last time that. we recorded. Right, he still looks like a potato. So, and he will still choke in the first or second round of the playoffs. Yeah, indeed. Now that said, um, Devin Booker, I guess I'm just—he just 
criticized the guy uh, and then basically said, next question, or uh, next, basically calling for the next reporter. He didn't yeah. even want to talk to the guy. And they said, I was did you just, even watch me last year? Uh, and he said, yeah. He said, oh, uh, next question. I'm not even going to answer that. But yeah. that was his- and, and, and just the way he went about it, Donovan Mitchell was called out by Shaquille O'Neal to his face. Shaquille O'Neal literally said to his face, point blank, you do not have what it takes. And Donovan Mitchell smiled. He said, all right. And answered the, the questions from the rest of the, you know, he, he, he took it professionally with maturity. And not only that, but he's letting his game speak for himself. So, and then you have something like this where the guy does nothing but compliment Booker and he goes this route on the guy. It just shows you a level of immaturity and continues to show me <laughs> confirm to myself why I dislike this guy. It's been yeah. this attitude and this everyone owes me something. The league owes me something ever since he was a rookie. It's like, yeah. dude, you've done nothing in your career and you've done nothing until a Hall of Famer joined your team. Right. Uh, and so my heat check is I'm tired of it. The dude's a fake all-star. Get him out of here. I'm done. <laughs> That's my yeah, heat check. Devin Booker's one of those guys, like, being a, you know, for me, a Kobe Bryant fan, grew up a Lakers fan, still love the Lakers. I was super glad when the Lakers won the championship if it couldn't be my Jazz um, and I know a lot of Utah guys will have no idea how I could like both teams, but you know, whatever humans are complex, born and raised, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, no bandwagon here. I, I rooted for him in the Cedric Sabalos days. Um, no. So I, um, I look at Devin Booker as a guy who he could, he has the mentality and the will to score he could be the kind of guy who carries on the Kobe Bryant torch. Like he's not going to be, you know, well, he doesn't have the defense, unfortunately. So he can't, he can't be as good as Kobe was in that way, but he could be that kind of score. That kind of like three guys are on me. I don't care. I'm pulling up and I'm going to hit it. The Mamba Um, mentality. Yeah. Just the, you know, win at all costs kind of thing. But instead it's like, he has the Mamba mentality in his personality, but he's got no game. Like, He's got. He's an incredible player. He really is. He's averaging twenty five, like five and five or whatever. He's the dude can get a bucket. Dude's good. Like I'm not going to take anything away from him, but his teams don't win. Carl Anthony Towns, cat in Minnesota, statistically mm-hmm. one of the best and most versatile centers in the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Can't win a basketball game. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Just like you've had, they've got tons of years, and now he's finally winning. He's got CP3. Okay, let's see if he can put it together. At a certain point, you just got to have some, 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 some self knowledge and go, you're right. We have sucked as a team. I'm, I think I'm playing pretty well this season. Even just saying, like, you know what? I, I don't, I actually don't feel like there's any, any place where I've really progressed a whole lot. I just feel like as a team, we've really come together and we're playing hard together as a unit and, and, it's showing itself on the court, you know. If you if you say that, everybody says, "Oh my gosh, look at this guy! Mm-hmm. Look at how how composed, how professional, mm-hmm. like how down to earth, how much he's propping up his teammates. He's not worried about himself. 
you know, but no, he's yeah, still the same absolutely. guy who went for 70 and a loss and cheered about it, you right. know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and it just in light of the way other guys handle adversity, literally in their face, like Donovan right. Mitchell has, and some other guys who face criticism, uh, guys like I've seen, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, everyone knows how good he is. And, and he, exactly. I think gets, he gets, he gets his, his props, but there's also naysayers out there that say, well, what's he done in the playoffs and these kinds of things. And Man, you know what? The guy under, underrated, right? But the guy just goes out. He's got a great attitude. He's mature. He handles that side of the job, the media and all that. Which you, you, we can obviously tell. There's a lot of basketball players that don't love that side of it. But the bottom line yeah. is that is part of it. Yep. You can like it all day long. That was one thing that, and and I loved when D uh, D Will was with the Jazz, Darren Williams. But that was one thing I always kind of rubbed me the wrong way was he was so snarky and jerky to reporters. And it's like, these guys are just doing their job. And honestly speaking, that's part of your job, too, to go and have your your media sessions and have, you know, your allotted time that you have, you know, pre and post game availability. And, you know, and that always bugged me. I loved what Darren Williams did for the Jazz. He was an incredible point guard at that time. And uh but he'd get off the court, and I'd be like, I just don't like this guy. Like, he's not likable. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't... You know, think and, that and that's fine. If they don't want to be likable, they don't have to be likable. It's their time. And yeah. if that's how they want to answer questions, that's how they... You know, I mean, then... And it, to be fair to these guys, like, they do get a lot of crap. And a lot of these guys, they're on social media. They yeah. see, you know, thousands of people dumping on them. <laughs> for the stupidest things and they're real people too um you know and so if you want to respond that way that's your right to respond that way mm-hmm. but you got to realize everybody's going to pick that thing apart right and like me and it's our <laughs> yeah, right and that's our right to do as fans to say that guy's got an attitude i don't particularly you know want to watch right. he makes him unlikable he he's like ben simmons to me you mm-hmm. know those guys are just super unlikable players from a, you know, from a player standpoint. And they also play on team. Well, and that's, what's funny is like, I used to love the Suns. I mm-hmm. loved the Suns. They were like, when I was living in California, like if the Suns were playing and they weren't playing the, the Lakers, I was probably rooting for them. Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson. Like I mm-hmm. loved those guys. Charles Barkley. I loved watching him play for the Suns. I was bummed when they didn't beat the, the, you know, bulls for a championship. Um, and so, but now I despise the Suns because of Booker. It's crazy. Oh, I know it. It's crazy because I never thought twice about the Suns one way or another. I I was like, you know, I liked Steve Nash and I liked, you know, some of the the Stoudemire uh, and even, you know, the Sean Marion days and all that. And, but as soon as Booker came along and then also like the fan base is like vile. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> if there's any Suns fans listening. I doubt there is, but that Sun the ones Twitter that interacted with. <laughs> yeah. Like Twitter like Suns Twitter is brutal, man. And, and you know, there's probably that pocket for every, I've seen some, I've seen us. some nasty yep. jazz fans out there too, that I'm like, oh, yeah. that's embarrassing. Like, so I get it. But, uh, Man, I, I don't know if they're just – they're like blindly devoted to Devin Booker to where I saw a lot of Suns fans, Suns Twitter, retweeting his exchange, the one that we were talking about, and just cheering the guy on. Oh, look how 
oh, he trolled this guy, and oh, and it's like, y'all, that's not like a admirable thing. But right. like you said, what can you do? People will like the things they like and dislike the things they like and and or dislike, and I guess that's how how it goes. But yeah. So anyhow, I was a bit spicy on that today. I was just rolling my eyes, <laughs> going, "Cow, this guy." But yeah. I'm a little bit bitter that. You know, I think it should be Conley, not uh, Booker, but whatever. Agreed. Should have been Conley. And we'll get to why, because the Jazz, whoo boy. Oh, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll get there. Most definitely. All right, so I got a, I got a quick one. Uh, my heat check. So remember the day, long time ago, when you would walk into a, you know, for us uh, up here in northern Utah, a gray whale. You know, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. Uh, maybe your local Best Buy, Circuit City. Back Media play. Media play. <laughs> yep. And your local, uh, you know, place that sold CDs. Mm-hmm. You'd find your favorite band CD. You'd oh, yeah. get, you know, get in the car, rip off that cellophane, mm. figure out some way to get off the sticky tape. Don't <laughs> leaving like all the residue behind. Uh-huh. You know, I learned the trick of popping the the CD uh, cover off on one end and, and flipping it over, so you just peel it off. I never uh, did that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Huh. If I ever buy a CD again, <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll try it. Yep, I my brother in law taught me that one. Um, and then you pop it in, and you listen to it all the, on the way home. You know, maybe take the long way home so you can listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you listen to that, that album. And you get to the end of uh, track, you know, 10, 11, 12, whatever the last track is. And then you just wait. And you wait. And maybe the first track starts over, or maybe. Without putting it on the back cover or in the, in the album, you know, artwork. Song 13 pops up. And holy crap, you got a secret song. And how many people knew, know about this? Like You got that you, post-credit scene going on. That post-credit scene. <laughs> like you discovered something that this band just put on there as a special little treat for you. Those days are gone. Mm, they streaming, are. streaming has removed the secret song from us. I and loved the hidden track. I'm I'm upset about that. My children will never know what the hidden tracks, the secret songs were when we had that just that little bit of extra. Mm. Maybe Man, it was just I... a little outtake of them in the in the recording studio goofing around. Maybe it was uh, you know, the acoustic version of a song mm-hmm. that they're just belting out. You know, who knows what maybe it's just five seconds. But that five seconds was like gold to you. Our children Man, will never know I what that is. I don't know if I've made that thought that that doesn't exist anymore and now i'm depressed right (laughs) yeah you know so what what can you think of any off the top of your head uh what albums had a good hidden track on them because one came to mind for me that i think you'll probably know as well right uh one of the ones was um oh shoot i just forgot the band's name um i'm gonna now it's like they had a super super popular couple of songs until the day i die oh uh, band oh uh, what's their name for you was that hawthorne heights no. no that was it was it was in that same era though it was in that same era yeah uh, that kind of emo pop 
pop stuff. Story uh, of the year. Story, story of the year. year. Yep. They had a secret track at the end that was them like just screwing around in the in the you know the studio, recording studio. Um, there's a, a band you know it, but I doubt a lot of other people know Trust Company, oh, Ray Drop D band. Mm-hmm. Their second album they had they had a hidden track, but they did it after they put like thirty blank tracks on the album. Uh, that each lasted for like five seconds and you had to get through all the blank tracks to get to track 46 or whatever right so sometimes sometimes the hidden track would would remain on as a part of the last song and you just have like 10 15 minutes of silence yeah and so the final track was actually like 30 minutes or something you know yeah. But uh, the one that I can that jumped out right off the top of my head was on DC Talks Jesus Freak. Yeah, it had a nice hidden track where yeah. it had some sweet violin going, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, Kevin Max dropping some poetry. That's right. And it That's was right. It was lit. <laughs> I loved that. Hidden I liked track. that one. Or uh, uh, third day, we get really into our uh, oh, you know yeah. CCM roots. Yes, no doubt. Third, third day offerings. The first offerings, worship yep. album had <coughs> the uh, the guitarist, the backup singer, had mm-hmm. his own song at the end. Everybody's like, I, "There's a reason why you're the backup." Singer. Yeah, we, we but can it's see a why secret they, track, yeah. so we'll take it. Well, we know why they hit they <coughs> they hid this track from everyone. Right. Yeah, right. Green Day. Green Day's Dookie had a hidden track that was the drummer. Uh, doing a little acoustic song and it was kind of just silly and goofy and or whatever you know and man that's crazy so here's the thing if you go on so like and i've never tried this i'll have to look like if i go and listen to dookie or jesus freak or one of these like on itunes i wonder if it'll be included because it's not secret if you can yeah. see it listed, but I wonder right. if they've added it to the last... I don't know. I, I've never I've never yeah. looked. I think, like, uh, Damien Rice's first album, he had, like, two secret songs. Mm-hmm. Like, his last track is, like, 20 minutes long, and, uh, and it's got two songs. That one is still preserved as is on the, uh, on the album. Mm. Um and if oh. it was just a bonus track separate, then it's usually like the extended edition, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking at Jesus Freak right now on Spotify. I don't know if you could see that. They've yeah. got the hidden track just listed as the last song. So it's not a hidden track or anything. So, it's just, that's messed up. Because the last song on that album was Mind's Eye. And it was a yeah. great album closer. But then you had yeah. to wait like, you know, 20 minutes in between. And all of a sudden... The, it's called Alas My Love started That's playing. Right. And uh And that should not be considered part of the album. It's only Oh, this is a classic. <laughs> oh dude, that's me back. Cause on the first one it'd go, I got something for you, man. That's <laughs> right. But on this one, wow! So the track it it leaves the blank space. <laughs> nice. 
It's like a Riders on the Wind kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. Taking on a multitude of <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Oh, man. Man, The but, Hidden yeah, Track. Like, That's the title of this then, app. The, the Hidden Track. track. <laughs> there you go. Because like that's the you used to buy an album. It was like from one to whatever. It was a complete album, and the hidden track was just a little bonus that you got to throw in there. But now on the streaming network, uh, streaming what your streaming provider, yep. it's now the last track, yep. and it was never meant to be the last track. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be the little bonus thing, a little hidden thing, a little post credit scene. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the album. It's after the end of the album, and if you don't like that song, skip it. Don't listen to the rest of it. But now yeah. it's part of it's put as part of it. And mm, you know, I feel like you know so a little bit of my formative music listening years has been ripped and stolen from me. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little upset about that. Yeah, me too. That's uh, you know, I was talking to a guy. Uh, I was talking to a guy recently who was we were kind of talking about how. Uh, even just having a streaming service as convenient and great as it is, um, there is something about going and buying a physical record or, you know, CD. Yeah. Um, it, it, nowadays people do buy actual records because there's right. people that are kind of into that, uh, as audio file. Yeah. Which is cool. But, um, there's something about going to a store and, Getting the album, like you said, pulling off the, you know, but also like we we ended up talking about even sound quality where you had some really high end CD, CD players because they're, uh, you know, boom boxes, whatever you wanted to call them, stereos that and we were kind of starting to talk about how the quality of, you know, it's great to have the the headphones and the, you know, beats and some of these are, are really high end and they're and they're great. But, you know. You, you you pay a lot of money for these earbuds, yeah. and how great is the quality actually when you're listening to it? Like when you turn on Spotify or something, and listen to something through Bluetooth, something's missing. It's not it's not it, and maybe it's just because it just doesn't feel the same. But I would venture to say that I miss the the quality of a compact disc playing through yeah. big booming stereo speakers in your home setup you know what i mean yeah yeah or or when you would bring music home and you would just sit there and you would listen to the whole album beginning oh, yeah. to end yep because you wanted to like what are the tracks that aren't the popular ones that mm-hmm. you know that you're gonna love what are the deep tracks the deep cuts yeah you know what are the you know what's the what are they doing in this song or that song and you just you you developed a love for an affinity for and a loyalty to certain bands because of these memories you would make of doing that, mm-hmm. you know, you'd go to the music store and there'd always be like, uh, you know, the, the CDs that were out that were open that were mm-hmm. free, you know, you could just play in the, yep. you know, store provided boom box. And mm-hmm. so you could skip through the songs. You usually have like a 10 minute limit. You can just yep. sit there all yep. day. Yeah, it had a little timer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you just get as much of that album in as you could yeah. before you bought, you bought it. Cause you didn't know if it was going to be good or, you would have got like I sent you that uh, um, like the Christian indie rock, and I was watching that, and I was so nostalgic because it was describing like these packed out church shows that then developed into these packed mm-hmm. out festivals, 
and warp tour and all this. And they talked about setting up booths and all the merch would be, you know, bought and people started buying everybody off of that label. Cause they knew that label put out good yep. music. Yep. Absolutely. And, and then you had the, the, the mixtapes and the CDs with like a song from every, you know, every, you know, one, one song per band on that album, on that label, yeah. and all those things. I would just the compilation. Yeah. And I'm watching that documentary going like, those those days are dead. Yep, and it's not just the pandemic that killed it. It's <laughs> like the way we we don't consume music the way that we did. And I don't mean to be like all you know millennial about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Things how millennials are now almost forty years old. I know. I was gonna um, say everyone says millennial for like it's Generation Z. Yeah, they think are dude. millennials. It's like millennials yeah. are like forty with like kids who are like ten and eleven now. Yeah, we're I mean, I, I'm like the, up our yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm 31. I'm a millennial, but I'm about the cutoff because yeah. it, it switched over to I can't whatever the 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 millennial you know whatever came after the one in between in, yeah, in like 91 or something like that or, yeah. or early 90s anyway maybe that said sorry I didn't mean to get off on that but you're I just thought that was funny because you're right like millennials are now actually like but in right. their 30s and 40s now. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, so it's just like a, a totally different, like, we don't listen to the radio anymore mm-hmm. because we've all got Bluetooth in our car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're listening to, you know, unless it's talk radio, but, yeah. uh, you know, we're, so we're listening to so the stuff that we get on our phone, the curated playlist, the, you know, radio stations on Spotify, whatever they might be that's how we're discovering new music but because we're we're paying you know just the 10 bucks 15 bucks comes out of my account every month and i even think about it it's not like those days when as a kid i had to save up money or ask for cds for christmas yep you know like i, I would hear a song never have to ask for mo- for music for yeah. christmas because it'll just be there exactly i remember that's part of what i get every year for christmas is three or four cds of something I or like my you said saving up it was awesome yeah. I mean, I would hear a song on the radio and I'd like it and I'd want to get the CD because I'd like, well, what other good music does this band do? Or I'd see a music video or something like that. Yeah. And nowadays, man, that's crazy. That is it's yeah. pretty wild to think about. Now, on the flip side, the bonus is instead of paying 15 bucks for an album because you heard one good song and found out that was the only good song on the entire <laughs> That's album. That's happened to me before. Oh, yeah. I can tell you what CD that happened to me on. It was, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember what the album's called, but it was Fuel. The song I liked was Hemorrhage in Hemorrhage. My Head, which in I still to this hand. day, I will defend that song to this day. I still listen to that song. That song rules. From I don't care. That That song rules. The rest of the album was Dookie. Oh, like horrible. as in Crapola. Yep. The album Dookie by Green Day is a classic, but Fuels, whatever that album was, yeah, I got I got tricked on that one. Yeah, that was a that was a. I had that al- that album too, and yeah, it's one of the like because money was so scarce, and it would take me you know two three four weeks to get enough money you know, saved up from my parents or whatever to, to buy another CD. 
you make yourself listen to that crap and tell yourself that it's good. Yep. It's not good. There's one good radio song on there, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. Um, but uh, yeah, you, so you don't have to go through that anymore. You can right. just like just skip the song it all right there and go. Oh well, yeah, right. That's funny. But uh, I, I just I kind of miss the old the old days of uh, you know getting uh, getting those albums, hearing those hidden tracks. I wouldn't Discovering mind artists. I wouldn't mind getting a a CD collection, like get myself a nice stereo CD player. And, yeah, and getting getting some CDs that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I especially now that we moved. You know, when you move, like you your whole childhood goes in the garbage because you you start looking at all this stuff yep. you've been saving up, and you're like, do I want to move that? No, I do not. Yeah, I do not care about time to move on projects from, from yep. you know elementary. Yep. I don't care about you know, Do I need those CDs? Am I ever going to listen to them? No, I'm not. I now have an iPad, an iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, I, I, I got rid of a ton of my CDs years ago, and it's kind of a bummer because like my parents kept all their records. They still have them, and we used to break out their records that they had when they were in junior high. So I'm looking at records of you know black sabbath and led zeppelin and kansas nice. and all this stuff my parents listened to literally when they were teenagers and they kept that and as a kid i would look at those records and stare at the album art and uh, it was really cool and i'm kind of yeah. like well, my, my kids can't because i had cds but even then i haven't really kept any of my cds so they like because because another thing speaking of was like you'd read the lyrics with it you'd have the, the lyrics. lyrics books and you'd have artwork and all this stuff and oh yeah and, and like my kids because i don't have my cds anymore they can't even do that and with some of the yeah. stuff although some of the cds i had probably were i mean i probably had some some good ones like I, you know i had green day dookie and one of the first cds i ever remember buying by myself with my own money was deftones white pony Wow. And I might still have that somewhere, but uh, I'm, I'm sure I, I probably got something before that, but that's the one I can vividly remember like saving up for and was like, oh yeah, because I had seen the music video for the House of Flies song, and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, album artwork. I mean, that used to be one of those things too that told you whether or not a band was going to be good or not was what the cover of that album looked like yeah and now like it it means almost nothing yeah here's a cd i got sitting at my desk can you see that yes (laughs) nice as shark that got her this was the ep we did check out that the cd Was the old, wow. old metal band I was in back in the day, but I that's funny we're talking about that because the CD is actually sitting right here on my desk. Right. And I think you know, even, even little things like that for artists, like when you get that first CD, you know, when you get that first, yeah, I whatever, remember when we had like, those printed. Definitely. You know, and now it's just like, uh, oh, look, today we're on Spotify, you know. Yeah, I've got and, the, Go- you know, the Ghost of Cinema one somewhere too. Yeah. But that is cool too when you make your own CD and it finally comes and it's all packaged and you're like, wow, I did this, you know? And right. 
I, you know, nowadays artists are probably looking at how many streams did I get today? Oh yeah. You know, totally crazy. And they're making, you know, like a cent for every thousand streams. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like they're getting like nothing off of that. Oh, you Which know, it's funny. Thing. I, uh, I checked my royalty, uh, account for, uh, ghosts of cinema. Not even that long ago. Like, yeah, pro- probably it was during the pandemic. So it had to have been within the last year. And, uh, so that album has been out for 11 years because we wow. put it out in the summer of 2010. And, okay. uh, and, uh, yeah, cause we, we put it out on August 9th, 2010, cause we thought it was funny to go eight, nine, 10, but, uh, <laughs> we, uh, I checked at 10 years of streaming and I've got $10 in my account <laughs> no, and that's split between that the two of us. <laughs> so that's like $5 for me. <laughs> Man, that, that doesn't even get you a foot long in subway anymore. Nope. That's hilarious. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, just like there's just those those things about you know music that have changed. Like I don't know what's next for music, and you know I'm not anywhere near like knowledgeable about the industry or trends or anything like that. But yeah, it was just something I, I was thinking about. Like those little things that you miss because it's all right there, right in front of you, easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just uh, nostalgic for the old days. Mm-hmm. Missing we, out on those hidden tracks. You know, and we really are millennials because because now that millennials are older, we really are the older back in my day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wonder what uh, the Zoomers or uh, you know, Gen Z is going to be saying about, you know, oh, back in my day, I used to have to stream music, you know. <laughs> yeah, now, now you kids, you just get to think about it and it starts playing in your mind. <laughs> through the chip that's in your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, you know, back in my day, we used to stream music. Now you've got to fight a zombie for a record player. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Dang, man. We've been at this for 50 minutes, and we're still on heat checks. Classic know, hero ball. <laughs> hey, man, what a, what a good heat check. Good, good yeah, couple of good. heat checks. That's turned into just a topic. <laughs> Those are just oh, our topics no. for the episode at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess uh, we won't jump into it because we don't have the time, but uh, holy jazz. Oh, yeah. Uh, jazz are, are balling out 26 and 6. 26 and 6. Best record in the league by far. Yep. We have two all-stars. Should have had three. Mm-hmm. So now we have fulfilled our promise to talk about that. Um. In the world of comics and entertainment, mm-hmm. WandaVision, mm-hmm. Been killing it. Disney's mm-hmm. been killing it, releasing one episode a week, driving us all insane between The Mandalorian and WandaVision, mm-hmm. but keeping themselves in that entertainment conversation week after week after week. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till tomorrow. That's become like our Friday date night. Yeah. Is <laughs> we'll put the kids to bed um, and then we'll like. You know, we'll watch. So there's the Mandalorian and now WandaVision, and then I'm sure we'll do it with uh, um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, like 
we just sit there Friday night. We avoid social media all day on Friday so that we don't get any spoilers. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's probably like the healthiest day of the week for us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's <laughs> not funny. on our phones as much. Uh, I saw a tweet that, that I saw a tweet that said Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, WandaVision, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was funny. But it's crazy. Uh, I, I, I haven't watched the most recent WandaVision, so I'm still I'm still one episode behind. But it has been crazy. It's been like what like twists and turns and you're wondering who can I trust? What's going on here? Oh, it's yeah. been nuts. The way they're doing it is really, really interesting and really unique. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's hooked. They're oh, you know, yeah. I, that's what was surprising to me. I thought WandaVision was going to be like kind of a little obscure the hardcore fans would get into it the ones who really wanted to know what was going to happen in like the doctor strange movie coming out in the next couple of years those people would watch it but it would be just one of the marvel shows not the most important not the most watched and now like it might be one of the best things marvel has done ever like it is so unique so interesting so different and uh and just Every week was a cliffhanger, just sitting on the edge of your seat, wanting to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And we only have two reps left. Yep. It reminds me, the way they hook you at the end of the episode reminds me of, like, Breaking Bad. Because when you're watching Breaking Bad, every episode you were just like, I've got no choice but to watch the next episode. Like, because it just, it grabs you like that. Now, of course, when it's going week to week, it's impossible to do that. So you're just left scratching your knees for the next you know week but man it's good it's good it's crazy i haven't watched tv like this in a long time you Mm -hmm. know it's just binge the office binge parks and rec binge the office again find some other show to binge you know oh a new show is coming out and all 12 episodes are going to be available immediately so you binge that you know Mm -hmm. watch half of a netflix movie until you realize it's not good and not worth your time (laughs) you know (laughs) and now it's like i cannot wait for the next 40 minutes of content that marvel's gonna throw at me yeah absolutely congratulations disney good job guys (laughs) and everything else (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) oh by the way this podcast brought to you by disney (laughs) that's right but yeah it's it's crazy We'll uh, we'll ne- next episode we'll have to get more into the NBA and some of the yeah. some of the details of some of the more uh, you know WandaVision and, and Mandalorian and uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out oh, and things coming. like that. Some of the stuff we've coming. missed over the last few months. Uh, we'll have we to do, get into. Should we do a live app where we watch all four hours of Justice League together? live stream? Yes. Live stream that thing. Live stream. <laughs> it I was mean, funny. I li- I literally have like scheduled that day, my like plans for that day because I had, you know, I'm a family man. I got things going on, so yeah. I have to set aside time. So I had to sit down with my wife and say, "Listen, it is a four hour movie, <laughs> and I'm gonna watch all four hours in one sitting." And I, I'm not saying I can't be bothered. I'm saying I will not be bothered. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm legitimately like my brother and I. I'm going over to over to his house that day. It's just going to be him and I. 
He's nice. got a sweet system. He's got like a big home theater system basically set up, and we're gonna crank through that thing at like nine a.m. <laughs> the day it comes out. So it's not coming out on uh, the eighteenth. The eighteenth. So that's the that's a Thursday. We're actually gonna we're gonna do it Friday morning, so that the following nice. day. But uh, yeah, the trailers have dropped, and it's it's gonna be nuts. And again, like you said, WandaVision, Mandalorian. Uh, we got trailers for Loki that came out. We got a lot of stuff coming. We've we've been starting to get hints of what's going on in the next Spider-Man movie. Um, no so way there's home. a lot there's a lot to talk about that we'll we'll definitely get to in the next step, which we promise will come likely Eventually. next week. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Maybe. We'll even have a third person on the podcast. It Special guest host possible. It is possible. Possible. We in have discussed week. in our text thread uh, the possibility of making it a bi-weekly podcast as opposed to a weekly, which which might help us a little bit more. Uh, yeah, like I, we'll stick to that schedule. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, right. <laughs> Bi-monthly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's either going to be semi-annual or every week at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and we're not going to tell you which one. You exactly. just have to wait until the next one. This, this, is, this is like your WandaVision cliffhanger. <laughs> Are we going to have an episode next week? Is Mephisto going to be there? Who knows? Wait until next week. That's right. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Well, it has been fun. I was telling Caitlin today, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm so used to not doing it that I'm almost just like, man, I'm just like tired. I want to go to bed. But then I'm like, but actually, this is yeah. going to be awesome. It'll be sweet to just go down and talk about a bunch of nonsense that I enjoy with my friend. And it'll be it'll be awesome. And it has proved to be awesome. It has been awesome. And, you know, with all the changes in life and in the world around us and the craziness, it's nice to have a little hour of levity yeah absolutely uh, we're not talking about you know who's in the white house and mm. anything else hey that's something else that's different too <laughs> we have a new president <laughs> we well, had a different president do we? well do we <laughs> good question good question indeed we uh there's a new guy in the oval office and <laughs> Uh, that that was different last time we recorded. <laughs> the world was it was pretty nuts. There's some wild happenings going on the last time we recorded. Just a little bit. You know. I mean, there still is. The world is the world. But yep. <laughs> so I planted a church, y'all. Come and check it That's out. That's <laughs> right. Go check it out. Covenant Grace, <laughs> Syracuse, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember like two years ago or something. We were texting about. Uh, Start the you know uh, start a church and call it a hero hero ball uh, oh, yeah, right. or whatever yeah ecclesia <laughs> the church of uh, hero joking. ball <laughs> it sounds so blasphemous like uttering oh, yeah. it out loud it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes we'll I'll look at our te- text and I'll laugh we you know we have our exchanges and I laugh and I'll look at it like later in the evening I just go oh man <laughs> yeah that was bad or you like read it to your wife and you're like. Okay, I guess you would have had to be there because it was really wrong. I swear it was funny <laughs> earlier when we were talking about this. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. To and be fair, I think 
I think Caitlin does think we're pretty funny a lot of the times. So when I'll read some of our stuff, she'll just like yeah. laugh and say, you guys are, are crazy. <laughs> Kayla, Kayla rolls her eyes, but she enjoys it all the time. So, yeah, exactly. You know, thankfully, our two listeners will be happy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to and Norm. Norm. And, and, oh, yeah, Norm, <laughs> Kayla, and Curtis. You out there, Curtis? <laughs> and maybe Barney. I don't know if Barney will, uh, will hit this up. but uh, He probably will. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have explored the far reaches of the multiverse. Indeed. Did we used to have a sign-off? I think, I I think we did. I, I'm sorry, I got distracted because I just got a text from Caitlin that says, I keep hearing you say my name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's see. We explored the multiverse and something about keep chucking or something like that. Oh yeah, until next time, keep chucking. Ha <laughs> ha